Hello and welcome back to the Beatdown Bandits podcast. I am Colin and this is season three, episode seven of the Beatdown Bandits podcast. I legit had to write it down. I I can't. I, I could I could tell my, myself the, the episode number a hundred times. I still have to like glance just to make sure I'm saying it right. Anyway, we're we're gonna move on uh, from from my struggles with uh, with naming my uh, my podcast and the episode numbers. I'm just so bad at it. Anyway, uh, so uh, today's podcast um, is uh, kind of things I'm excited about, and this might be like a reoccurring podcast. Um, this also might be like a really good uh, a guest uh, a guest appearance. So if you have any interest in being a, a guest on the podcast. Uh, my socials are below. Uh, you're more than welcome to do that. I've done a couple of interviews now, so feel free to check those out. Uh, but yeah, if you have interest, just let me know. Uh, comment on this video, whatever. Uh, it doesn't matter, you know, your size or whatever. I, I, it doesn't matter to me. So um, yeah, I'd, I'd love to have just more and a uh, diverse group of people to get on here to discuss anything and everything. Most likely video games, but it doesn't have to be. Uh, anyway, so today um, I want to discuss like five things that I'm excited about in the realm of video games. So, like I said, this is this has potential to to repeat uh, into other and like future podcasts. Is like five things I'm excited about in such and such topic or whatever. So, um, so yeah, so we're we're going to discuss five video game things or five video game related things today. Now, a couple of these things I have discussed in like previous podcasts. Um, but, uh, it may have been like forever ago. So we're just going to kind of rehash some things. Um, and, uh, maybe even some like updated news, uh, since, since, uh, that particular podcast may have come out. So let's, let's, uh, let's go ahead and jump into things, shall we? Um, so number one, the first thing that I'm excited about right now, uh, as of today is, uh, Sea of Thieves. So I, I played this. Um, I've been playing this for years and I, I would kind of like stop playing it for like four or five, six months and then jump back into it randomly just for fun and then stop again. And uh, you know what? It's it's like a really good like fallback game when you just want to like just chill because like there's, there's just no pressure in Sea of Thieves. You know, the, the worst thing that could really happen is you get a whole bunch of treasure on your on your ship and you've been going around for hours collecting a lot of things and a some group comes along and sinks you and takes all your stuff like that's the most frustrating thing about sea of thieves um but there's only six people in a lobby so really you can kind of do your own thing and probably 75 percent of people don't even bother with it they just don't engage in like a lot of pvp I'm not that way either, either way. And like, if, if I played Sea of Thieves like exclusively, I would probably do it a little bit more. Um, I mean, I've definitely watched a lot of people who are like, oh yeah, that's the easiest way to make money is you just hunt down other ships and take all the crap that they've collected and, and save yourself a lot of work, right? It's a pirate game. So I, I totally have no problem with people coming and trying to sink other ships, sinking me, whatever. It's just the way that pirate games work, right? So, um, so all is good there, but uh it, it's just you know like the the water and the ocean it's just it's just a really chill game you can you can kind of make your own adventure type of thing in it and it uh so it's it's super fun super chill super laid back 
Uh, so it's like for me, it's like a perfect thing to like end the night of gaming on of like if I'm playing a bunch of like intense games of, you know, CFD or uh, excuse me, of uh, like Apex or something like that. It's really nice to jump off and uh, play the last like two hours or something out of a night in, uh, in Sea of Thieves where it's a little more laid back and chill and, and uh, less pressure. Right. And uh, so it's super fun to be, <laughs> be able to just go and collect things and do little adventures and find buried treasure and things like that. It's, it's just super fun. And I've, I've been super excited about playing it. So like when I was trying to think of like this list or whatever of like, what are the five things I'm excited about? This was the first one that came to mind is I've just been having so much fun with Sea of Thieves. Um, and uh, it's just, I don't know. I mean, it, there's not like a ton of content in it. There, I mean, there's a lot of different things you can do and a lot of different missions and tales and voyages and stuff that you can go on and, and do. Um, but it's not like loaded with content. Uh, but yeah, it's just fun to honestly just sail from island to island to island. It's, it's just a good time. So, um, so yeah, that was, uh, you know, here right now and, and, uh, you know, in, uh, February, March of, of, uh, of 2022, it, it's been, uh, it's been super chill. Also, can you see Mirage back here? Got a little, little Mirage figure. Um, they had, uh, Bloodhound and Pathfinder, and I should have, I was debating about which one, I don't play a whole lot of Bloodhound or Pathfinder, I, I used to, I still do play a decent amount, but uh, not as much Mirage, but I used to play a ton of Mirage, first first Legend I got a thousand kills on, but uh, uh, maybe even like my first 2k badge, 2000, I think it was my, it was definitely my first 2500 damage game was Mirage, but anyway, uh, yeah, I found him, but the, the Pathfinder had the boxing gloves, but he doesn't have an heirloom with him. Uh, but Bloodhounds and Pathfinders had their heirlooms. I'm like, oh, that's so tempting to get. So I was looking at Mirage, like, why doesn't Mirage have an heirloom? Like, it, it's missed opportunity. Uh, anyway, uh, I was like, I, I, I think I had Pathfinder in my hands, but then I'm like, no, I'll just, I'll get I'll get old, uh, old Mirage boy here. So there you go. All right. So moving on from Sea of Thieves, uh, let's go number two. The second thing that I'm excited about right now uh, is Apex. Uh, and specifically with Apex is uh, like meta shifts uh, in Apex. Um, not that like everything was getting super stale. Um, I, I mean, it, it, it was, but not. Um, it's hard to explain, but like, I feel like the last handful of legends that have been released have really, uh, really made some changes to, to the meta or whatever. And I don't do a whole lot of ranked and obviously I don't play competition or whatever. I ain't, I'm nowhere near that type of level, but, uh, or, uh, competitive rather. Um, so yeah, I'm nowhere near like those type of levels. Um, and honestly, like even when I do play ranked, I mean, I could, I could get to plat and if i had enough patience i could probably get to diamond but i just don't have that type of patience um i just get so bored and especially like i, I play when i do in ranked and i do play with randoms like they're just gonna die instantly because people make stupid decisions and i don't want to spend all game ratting or like a whole evening just ratting because i'm i don't want to fight 1v3s in in uh, ranked lobbies so uh, so that's really the frustrating aspect of it. But the meta shifts currently, like, I feel like are, are really good for the game. 
Um, and I, I enjoy watching the, like the ALGS, like I've really enjoyed watching that. Like I've watched like the Poland, uh, tournament from, you know, the first year I've even watched that a couple times and, uh, you know, those are really fun to watch. Um, and I enjoy watching ALGS stuff now. Uh, that's been really fun to watch, uh, over the last couple of years, even in, even with COVID where everything, you know, obviously is remote, like that's a little less fun. Um, but it's still entertaining to watch. And, you know, I have my like favorite, you know, uh, my favorite, you know, pros or whatever that I enjoy watching or my favorite teams that are super cool to watch. Um, you know, great personality type of people. So, um, you know, and then I have like the teams that I, I just root against. Uh, I'm not going to name names, but um, <coughs> cloud nine. <coughs> so anyway, um, Anyway, so the, the meta shifts in Apex have been super exciting to see. Uh, like the, the Valk, right? Like when, when Valk started getting introduced into, into comp and like ALGS stuff, like that was so entertaining to watch, uh, like redeploys, like kind of late in the game. Like where the hell is this team going to land when, you know, you're in round four and there are, there are 16 teams remaining type of stuff. Like where do you expect to land? And uh, so kudos to all, like every single team in like ALGS, like being able to land those valves into crazy flipping spots where there's like seven angles that can see them, but they have like the, the one little tiny little corner where they can, uh, they, they can, they can find those things. So somehow they're managed, they're able to like kind of manage. And uh, so I guess you just have to know every inch of the map uh, and every single aspect of that. But, you know, they play that for a living when they're, when they're playing, you know, eight, nine, ten hours a day. I guess that that makes it you know, a big change. I, you know, I play about six hours a week of Apex. So uh, that just is not my level. Um, so, yeah, uh, more things with that. And I like that it's changed also. Right. Like um, the, the beginning of Apex competitive used to it was it was it was Wraith, Pathfinder and Watson. Right. Like that was it. You needed somebody to scan a beacon. You needed somebody to move you. And you needed uh, Watson to set you up in your location that you were you were going to hold for the end game, right? And also prevent any nades from coming in or what whatever. So because uh, that's when like nades were uh, I almost used the term exploding, right? But <clears throat> nades became you know much more vital. You know people figured that out real quick. Um, so then Watson kind of exploded a little bit and became really popular. But um, obviously she's died off since about season two. Um, but, you know, we've seen, you know, Octanes and Watsons and Cryptos and Bloodhounds, uh, Pathfinders, et cetera, all just kind of come and go, come and go, whatever. Um, uh, but I'm also kind of excited about like that Ash has come in, um, you know, and, and Octane took away some of the rates. Um, and now Ash is kind of taking away some of the rates. Uh, so that that's kind of interesting. Um, you know, she, she can kind of move things a little bit faster. And the fact that she also comes out of that animation can hold a gun while coming out of that, uh, is super, uh, I think super big on the meta. Um, so I would expect more and more ashes, which we've seen, uh, sorry, I can have like an eyelash coming down into my eye, but we have seen ashes come onto the scene a little bit more. Um, and then fuse, uh, so like... <laughs> Fuse is like on my wish list of like a legend that I wish I was like really, really good at. 
half the time, like I, I really, I don't carry that many nades. Like let's just say I'm, I'm playing Mirage. Okay. For the sake of whatever. Um, so I'm playing Mirage. Normally, like I try to have like at least one nade, you know, and then I use it in that first fight and that that's all I have. Or sometimes I forget for some reason with fuse, like I will carry six, eight, I've had as many as like 10, 12 nades on me. Cause like, Oh man, like that first fight I'm going to get, I'm just going to spam this, this poor soul. And I forget, or like I somehow randomly just get beams like super insanely fast. Uh, and it's frustrating. Like, I feel like with fuse, like I should be able to bust out 3000 damage games every single time. I just, I can't, um, I'm just, I'm really bad at apex legends. <laughs> And I get frustrated with myself because it's like, man, like, how did I lose this? I should not be losing this many fights. And uh, and then, like, when I started, like, actually embracing Fuse, like, I got really frustrated, too, because, like, I'm sitting here spamming his knuckle clusters or nades or whatever and his ultimate. And I'm getting games with, like, 1,400 damage, 1,800 damage constantly but then like game's over and i'm like i have two kills or one kill like i've legit had like no kills and 1800 damage with fuse like you know how frustrating that is to have 1800 damage with no kills like that's that's really i would much rather almost have like eight kills with 700 damage i would almost rather be that guy because those stats at least count right uh so anyway uh, that's just kind of my my thought on Fuse. I get really frustrated with him, uh, but he's got so much potential. And and uh, uh, I, I watch a dude right now, his videos, and I watch him a little bit on Twitch. Um, Matchin, uh, it's it's Match One In. Um, for those of you who don't know, look at, look the dude up. Uh, he was for a brief period of time like the number one crypto. Him and uh, 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 Ill Spooky were were competing for the number one crypto spot. Ill Spooky had it. Uh, for a long time, I think got sick. Uh, I think he got, uh, I think he had diabetes and then uh, matching ended up taking over. Um, but yeah, back whatever this was, maybe season seven ish or so uh, he was probably like the number one crypto player in the world. Um, but he's a, he's a super cool dude. Uh, I love watching his content and he's really passionate about views. And uh, so he's, uh, he's kind of taken that, that, Rain and he's now going to be competing here in uh, in ALGS. Uh, so look out for him and his friends. I don't know what their team name is, but um, you know, keep an eye out for that Fuse player because that that's going to be him. So match him. You know, keep an eye out. Dude is legit. Dude makes a lot of videos where he's in uh, pred lobbies and uh, basically everybody calls him out, think he's a cheater or whatever. They're making fun of him because that's I don't know what the hell's a Fuse doing in a pred lobby. Dude's wrecking him. So look out for him. Um, and then obviously I think, um, Mad Maggie. So let's talk Mad Maggie for a second. She's obviously going to change some things, I think. And I, I don't think she's going to like wreck the Gibraltar meta. Um, but I think before, before Gibraltar gets knocked out, Gibraltar is going to have to be nerfed. I don't think that's going to happen because Gibraltar is not a campy person. He just helps move people. And there's so many matches where you do have to go through like big open areas uh, where, where Gibraltar is just so important, right? So I don't think they're ever going to touch Gibraltar uh, in any way like that. Um, but I think adding Mad, Mad Maggie in 
it does make a little change or maybe make some people think mm, maybe Gibraltar is not the greatest pick for us right now. Um, so I would be curious if Gibraltar's pick percentage drops a smidge. Um, we've also seen uh, uh, Bangalore a couple times. Now I know like, like Shiv is uh, going away from Bangalore. She just doesn't quite add as much like team impact. Um, so I know she's like Shiv, who is obviously, you know, the, the one Bangalore you don't want to run into because you will die. Uh, you know, I, he, he obviously understands that Bangalore doesn't offer as much for like the team aspect. Um, so him going away, but, but, but obviously, you know, solo Q goats made a huge impact on, uh, the EU, uh, and, uh, having him in there, uh, plus he's, you know, insanely aggro, uh, so uh, having a, an insanely aggro uh, player added into the ALGS who plays a non-meta legend uh, made it legend, you know, made it almost like that. And I think two or three other people tried Bangalore a little bit, but it, it didn't, it didn't end up. Uh, and then Loba, Loba was the other one who, who added some changes, I think mostly in the EU, um, but uh, it was really smart play. And, and I think I saw somebody talking about it. Um, I can't remember if it was Rain Day or who, but basically any team that had a Loba on, in the ALGS uh, that, that played Loba did win at least one match. Uh, and I think it was like maybe two teams that were that were rocking Loba. Uh, they just found out like it was pretty vital to have that Loba at the end to grab all the heals and the ammo and everything like right at the end or find that Kraber that was in a death box that nobody can get to. And uh, you can get all the shield swaps you want. Uh, so that, that Loba became super vital in the, in the, the ALGS. So, um, but that was cool. But anyway, jumping back to Mad Maggie, I, I don't know if we'll see Mad Maggie in the, the upcoming ALGS, but uh, it may just be too early. I could see a team or two maybe trying to give her a shot uh, and seeing what happens. But I think she's, she is going to change the meta, maybe not this season, but next season. Uh, and competitive stuff and and she's already doing it in ranks um i think she, you know she's so anti campy and ratty where you know in higher level ranked plays where there is going to be some rats or whatever uh teams just trying to survive to you know a top five uh i, I think maggie changes that quite a bit so anyway um let's move on to number three let me take a drink of my coffee and then we'll move on to number three uh, so number three, third thing I'm excited about right now is uh, GTA 6 being announced, right? So uh, it was announced this month. I'm recording this in February. It's not going to be out until March, um, <clears throat> this, this particular podcast. But um, GTA 6 uh, was announced officially that it's well underway was the terminology uh, that was used by like Rockstar's Twitter account or whatever, um, that uh, it is well underway. Uh, as, as of February of 2020, which, which means they're, they're probably, uh, they've probably hired a crap ton of people for it. Uh, and also means they probably have hired, you know, like a lot of their like main cast or whatever, probably started, you know, legit have their, their storylines completed, things like that. Um, so that's, that's really good to know. So are really good to, to notice. Um, now I did, um, a podcast on GTA six back in June of 2020. 
So it's like a GTA 6 uh, rumors uh, and leaks information uh, that was released. So that was June 6th of 2020. That was season one, episode eight of the podcast. That was me, Matt, and Steven. Sorry, I just bumped my desk and it shook. Um, But uh, we kind of discussed like the leaks that were coming out at that point. And then we kind of discussed some other rumors that we may have heard. And then uh, we also discussed some like wish list things. Um, so if you want to go back and listen to that, I'm not going to like rehash a lot of that stuff, but uh, it's my impression that it, like GTA 6 is going to be very Miami based, but a lot more modern uh, rather than like the Vice City um, thing. And I've seen some like really cool logos that have been made where like, you know, the GTA uses like the Roman numerals for their uh, their numbers or whatever. So like, you know, GTA five is, you know, GTA V, right? Like the Roman numeral five. And so for six, it's VI, which is the first two letters of Vice City. So like a really cool logo I saw was like GTA six where the, the, the V and the I were, were uh, you know, obviously prominent uh, Roman numeral, different color type things. And it was really unique. It was very like 80s style, but uh, I, I kind of like that one. It, it made a lot of sense. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely excited. Uh, definitely excited for GTA five was by far like the most played game for me of all time. Um, I've got a lot of flipping hours now. I think I'm probably up to like a hundred and I don't know, 106 days, uh, played of GTA, which is a lot of hours. Um, so, uh, I'm literally, I'm literally grabbing a calculator right now because that's that's a really complicated math. 106 days times 24 hours is 2,544 hours played uh, in GTA 5. So that's that's a lot of hours. Um, I think I did a video uh, at some point on GTA 5. Yeah, I, I definitely did. Uh, it was probably like season one, episode three or four i did a gta 5 video and i think i discussed those stats uh and <laughs> kind of went through some of those so you know that would have been back in like may or uh uh april of 2020 probably somewhere in that time frame um that i would have done that video and uh, i think i had 104 days played by that point so i've definitely slowed down i mean the content slowed down in gta um, so it's just, you know, not, not quite as fun as it used to be, you know, five, six, seven years ago, but, uh, it's still a hell of a lot, hell of a lot of fun in that game. So, um, so definitely excited for, for GTA six, uh, to come out and something I did read, um, was, uh, like some of their like financials or whatever. And like, they have to, uh, you know, budget reasons or whatever, have to like put things out there. Um, I'm not sure how that works, but uh, basically like a rock star and take two interactive um, had to basically publish their marketing dollars uh, kind of going forward. And uh, they have currently $89 million scheduled to be used by marketing from April of 2023 until March of 2024. So that's a end of March. So uh, for a 12 month period, uh, during that time frame, they're scheduled to use $89 million in marketing, which is kind of bizarre. Uh, one, Rockstar doesn't need a whole lot of money for marketing. They probably just don't, but they'd like to spend it because, you know, GTA 5 made a crap ton of money for them, right? So why not spend more 
I mean, they're, they've got billions of dollars, literal billions of dollars to spend. Um, so spending $89 million in marketing when you know they're going to make another billion dollars uh, in profit on GTA 6 is, is you know, chump change. So uh, they could easily spend a million dollars in marketing and, and, and make almost just as much, but why the hell not, right? So... Uh, which, which we, we kind of, you know, the, the business sense thinking about that. So why are they going to spend $89 million in marketing from April 23, April 2023 until March of 2024? Kind of leads me to think like, okay, so you're, you want to drop a whole bunch of trailers, get music rights. You want to, you want to drop all this crap from that time frame until March of 24. Oh uh, yeah. March, 2024. So that, that kind of leads me to leave like a September-ish time frame. They want to release September of 2023. They want to release uh, uh, GTA 6. Now, if they're not ready, they're not ready. It may very easily could be bumped a full year, and, you know, but that's what their current plan is. So, you know, that would be my today prediction would be GTA 6 release date would be September of 2023. That would be my today's prediction. Um that way from April to September, they can pump out all that crap. And then from uh, the release date, October through uh, April, they've got all this other money. They can continue to release things. They can continue to put out trailers and videos and, and spend marketing money on whatever they want to continue the growth of that game for the first six months, right? Um, and then obviously, if they follow the same path that they did with GTA Five and they have GTA you know, Online 2.0 or GTA Online 6 come out, uh, uh, I would imagine that's gonna be a little later. Uh, so they're probably gonna release the game, the story mode, things like that. Uh, and then a month or two later have the online come out uh, just so they can kind of prep for it. And uh, so that would be my, my expectation. All right, so anyway. Number three was GTA 6. Super excited for it. Hopefully, September 23. That is my guess. All right, number four uh, related, uh, and I did do a little video on this uh, too about a year ago, was uh, college football games coming back. Uh, so it doesn't look like we're, we're kind of looking until like summer of 23. I was kind of hoping for one like this fall uh, for have one to come out of summer 2022, but they're, it, it seems like it's going to be summer 23. I'm pretty sure that's official. Um, but obviously things got, you know, they, they were talking about it even before the whole name image and likeness thing in college football. Um, like that was kind of already being discussed of like, okay, well we can just pay the universities the rights and they just totally randomize the roster. So, you know, your, your quarterback could be five foot three and weigh 312 pounds and be number 87. Uh, and then, you know, just rely on people to customize the rosters wherever, you know, however the heck they want, you know, his name be, you know, QB one. Right. And, you know, the, the NCAA football games in the past did that because there was no name image and like this deal. So they couldn't use official names, but the rosters were, were obviously pretty dang spot on. Um, you know, the, the heights and weights and the Jersey numbers and the looks were, were how the players looked. The hometowns were the same, things like that. So obviously they were they were copying the players and thus the the whatever the lawsuit was. I think it was like sixty million dollars that EA had to play, like had to pay to players that they had used. Um, which obviously EA's got plenty of money, so that's not really a problem. But uh, 
So they had to pay that. Um, but now I think with the name, image, and likeness deal, uh, they could very easily, which which bodes well for people who are fan of the game, is they can um, they can easily uh, just pay the players that they're going to put in the game. Say they just have a, a blanket deal, right? Like every single player that we're going to put in our game, and and the kid the kids are going to want it, right? And uh, it's like, yes, I definitely want to be in that game because like I, I want to, you know, I'm a 19 year old kid. I, of course, I want to be in a, in a video game and have my name in a, in a college football game. Hell yeah, that'd be awesome. We'll pay them all like, you know, $1,000 or $10,000, however much they, whatever their budget is for that, pay them. You're going to have people be like, well, you know, I'm a big time name. I, I want a million dollars. And they're like, eh, we're just going to leave you out. And uh, instead of having your name on there, your your name is now going to be, you know, your position and a, and a jersey number that's not yours. And, uh, you know, you can just easily leave people who don't agree to it out of the game. You know, it's not that complicated. Uh, and then just rely on people to make those players by their own in the game. So uh, anyway, I, I, I'm pumped. I think the name, image and likeness deal is probably pretty good for college football. Uh, and it also screws over the NCAA, which is great. So I think, you know, you, the more you screw over the NCAA, the better, uh, I, they, they need to be out of college sports. So, um, looking forward to today that actually officially kind of happens. Um, but yeah, the, the college football return super excited for, so I am pumped. Um, and then finally, the, the last thing, uh, I had a couple options that I was going to put in here, but um, my number five is uh, basically new styles of content creation. Um, so uh, this kind of really hit home with a, a video from, uh, I, I can't remember if it was Jenks or Zeus. Uh, this was an Apex video. I, I want to say it was Zeus's video where Zeus talked about with Jenks, he was playing with Jenks, and they were talking about how the content is so boring right now because everybody's videos are like them dropping 18 kill game and 5,000 damage. And it's like, how many of those can you like legit watch? Right. And it, it, it gets boring. And like, I, I used to enjoy watching like the, the highlight videos, like the top plays of the day and, and all those, like, I, they're so boring. Um, there's so many like really good players out there and even like average players, right? Like let's say average or even below average players, like every once in a while, like you can hit a random Kraber shot or every once in a while you can have a, you know, a crazy nade that kills a full squad. You know, everybody has done that stuff. And uh, so it's kind of boring to watch 100%. Um, so I, I kind of definitely would, prefer to watch videos of people who are less skilled uh, or making different styles of content or different types of challenges, right? Like that's so much more entertaining. I would much rather watch the personalities, um, even skilled or not skilled. I would much rather watch the person play if they have like a legit, good, funny, humorous, wholesome personality. Uh, those guys are so much more entertaining to watch. Uh, and there's so many people out there and they just, there's just not a lot of those guys just don't get enough recognition. Um, some do, some don't, uh, some people have been able to explode really good. And it's like, Oh, that's the one person. And, uh, um, so like, uh, you know, a, a good example, like, you know, so beanbag, right. 
like so beanbag makes some like goofy apex videos and and uh, a lot of people you know enjoy it or laugh or whatever but but then they kind of move on and uh you know i had been doing it you know beanbag's only been around for a year and i've been trying ridiculous things uh from all sorts of different video games for years and years and years doing pranks and and stuff like that i mean i mean if you go if you dig really far back i mean i would i've been doing pranks in, in in some of my old videos since like 2015 2014 2015 doing ridiculously dumb things like that and uh so i made a video once uh where um i think i i think i like i got a short i put it on to like reddit or whatever and it got like really good feedback and reviews and everybody loved it but then everybody's like i, I think I one or two people are like oh my god you're just trying to copy beanbag and i was like well first of all <laughs> like i've been doing this a hell of a lot longer than beanbag like uh, about five years longer than beanbag was and uh you know he he i think he was like posting his stuff onto reddit now he's got a great personality there's no shade being thrown at beanbag here whatsoever i love his videos they're so good he edits them really good it's good quality it's it's wholesome it's funny uh, I love it. So uh, that's, but that, all, all I'm saying is like that content is really good. And a lot of people don't like it. They would much rather watch, uh, you know, goaded people. They'd much rather watch like people like Shiv or Hal or whoever. And, and I guess just try to watch like really good plays. But then 99.9% .9 of people are just never going to be there. You know, you're watching the top 1% of guys uh, that you're just not that skill level. You know you're not that guy right <laughs> so i mean i i love watching like like timmy and and you know those guys are really good but i i'm never going to be that skilled and trying to mimic that stuff is impossible um you know like they they virtually look like they're cheating uh and i, I you know most people are not that way so anyway uh shout out to like the the small creators that are doing different things and and challenges and fun stuff but jumping back to what i first talked about with this is, is zeus and jenks were talking about that and like they wish there were more of those guys out there and um you know that yeah they they really need to get noticed and and uh that that that's the content that apex needs to go to uh and get away from like the the crazy 20 bombs and all that stuff like it's great but if i look up 20 bombs and apex on youtube there is a thousand of them i mean there's a lot more than that but there's a thousand different content creators who are putting those out on the regular i mean you look at like somebody like kobe that dude was putting out 20 bomb videos every day from like season zero to season through like season two or three every day was putting out 20 bomb videos like i watched probably a third of them because it was insane, but 20 bomb videos every day. That was like his promise. Like, ah, oh, here's my new 20 bomb video today. Like, oh my God, man, I'm struggling to get five kills. And uh, and dudes out here dropping 20 bombs every day with Lifeline. I mean, that was back when she had her fast kills, but like, holy crap, you know, that, that stuff is insane. So anyway, uh, <laughs> that, that's it for me um but but again like uh, uh support the small creators out there the, co the creators who are trying to do the small things uh you've seen them featured on my channel before um you know support those guys the the cameos of the world and the lord spanks of the world uh the guys trying different content 
Um, and uh, much love to those guys who, you know, are grinding and, and doing different things. And uh, in my opinion, making much better content than, than, than a 20 bomb and a highlight video. So um, again, shout out to those guys. And uh, yeah, so that is it for me today. Uh, thank you very much, uh, everybody for watching or, or listening to today's podcast. Uh, if you enjoyed the, the whole like top five kind of things I'm interested in list, let me know. And uh, I can kind of bring some of these back with some different topics or whatever. And uh, as mentioned earlier in, uh, in the podcast, if you guys do have any interest uh, in joining uh, the podcast, uh, being interviewed or just want to discuss some topic or whatever, um, you know, kind of jump in and let me know, uh, give me a comment, uh, shout me out on, uh, you know, Twitter, Instagram, whatever. Um, my Twitter is, and uh, my Twitter uh, is uh, just go Buckeye Gaming G zero B U C K I G A M I N G. It's all below. Um, just uh, just show me out. All right, guys. Thanks. Later. <laughs>